on 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This is Newstalk. And the Irish Examiner goes with what an expensive little country we are. Ireland's most costly in EU for goods. Ireland now the most expensive country in the EU with consumers here paying more for goods, services, alcohol and fags than anyone else in the Union. They also pay some of the highest prices in Europe for gas, electricity, public transport, communications, hotels and dining out. So uh, we're very, very expensive despite the cost of living crisis. Only clothing and furniture apparently are in line with EU average prices. For everything else, Ireland most expensive in the EU. I heard uh, Dara Cassidy from Bonkers.ie on the hard shoulder last night and he was talking about a friend he had who was from Norway and she used to stock up in Ireland when going home to Norway because it was so expensive there. Now it's the other way around. She stocks up in Norway coming to Ireland because everything is so pricey here. Um, So you can read more about that in the Irish Examiner. It was out yesterday, uh, but obviously we are aware and you don't need to be an expert in this area to realise that Ireland is very, very expensive. I am getting a pair of curtains cleaned at the moment in the dry cleaners. Nearly 200 quid for a pair of curtains to be cleaned. And it's just the way everything has gone. No matter what you go and get, you know, try and get a service or buy something, it's all just so expensive. So we probably didn't need Eurostat to tell us just how expensive we are. The Irish Times says that teenage girls in the care of the state are being targeted and sexually exploited by gangs of predatory men. This is according to a new study who says there needs to be an immediate investigation into the problem. The study was done by UCD School of Social Policy and it shows cases of girls being taken from residential care homes run by the state. They're taken from these homes by taxis and brought to hotels where they are sexually exploited and abused by gangs and often supplied with drugs. So the researchers say this is a huge problem and we need an immediate investigation. The Irish Sun and the Irish Daily Mirror go with the search for the missing sub. Uh, The Irish Sun goes with the final hours. This is because, uh, according to the US Coast Guard, they're going to run out of oxygen by about midday today. So the Sun says the final hours and the Mirror goes with holding on to hope. Relatives of five men on the missing Titanic sub are last night clinging to hope they're still alive after this banging noise was detected from beneath the sea. Still don't know what the banging noise was, but the Coast Guard Chief Jamie Frederick saying, we have to remain optimistic. This is a search and rescue mission. Um, So they're going to keep searching and they say that when you're involved in search and rescue, you always remain hopeful. The Irish Independent says the central bank is being accused of being fast asleep when it comes to helping mortgage prisoners whose loans were sold to vulture funds. David Hall, who's the well-known mortgages campaigner, has told the Oireachtas Finance Committee that the central bank is conflicted because it encouraged banks to sell non-performing loans to vulture funds. That's on one hand. But then on the other hand, it's supposed to protect consumers. So he says that they're in a tricky situation and that the central bank is fast asleep when trying to help mortgage prisoners. The Irish Daily Mail looks at our good friend the Metrolink and it says that planning permission for the Metrolink is at risk because of what's called 
unhelpful submissions by state agencies. Uh, I'm sure you're all aware the Metrolink plans to connect Swords with the airport and the city and it's a big part of our public transport plan for Ireland. But the Irish Daily Mail can reveal that submissions to onboard Planola by Groups like Dublin Airport, the OPW and the National Parks and Wildlife Service are threatening the project. So on the one hand, you have the government wanting Metrolink and then other arms of the state uh, complaining about some of the plans to do with Metrolink. And a story we covered a lot here on News Talk yesterday, hotel prices for Taylor Swift. That's on the front of the Irish Daily Star. Taylor Grift as hotels charge €1,000. Minister Pascal Donoghue has slammed hotels for price gouging for the Taylor Swift concerts next June. And also we heard Green Party leader Eamon Ryan on News Talk Breakfast yesterday morning saying that it's shocking that some hotels are charging €1,000 for a night during the gig. Uh, and also Eamon Ryan, say, Eamon Ryan saying that this damages our reputation abroad. I didn't realise that Pascal Dunahoo was such a fan of Taylor Swift, by the way. Uh, he was at the last concert. He says he's a fan. I think he can probably be described as a Swifty. That's what you call Taylor Swift fans. But anyway, the government not happy with the price gouging going on in some hotels. Others are reasonable, but some are certainly putting the boot in. Uh, our other good friend, GAA Go, back in the headlines today, the Irish Examiner has some uh, details of the series of complaints that Sport Minister Catherine Martin got about GAA Go. Members of the public have accused RTE and the GAA, because they both run GAA Go, of trying to bleed cash from people. One email said the GAA was getting nearly thirty million in government funding and they were absolutely disgusted more games weren't available. Another called the GAA the Greedy Athletic Association. Uh, I know some Jokingly, have called the GAA in the past the Grab All Association, but some are calling it now the Greedy Athletic Association. They say that the association uh, revenues each year were staggering, uh, but this is greedy. Uh, and another person said that their mother was in a nursing home and loved to watch matches. And they said that they were in a fortunate position to be able to pay for a GAA Go, but the Wi-Fi in the nursing home was inadequate there. So there's a series of complaints which are detailed in the examiner about GAA Go. Now, in the mirror, uh, I'm sure you're either in this position yourself or you know of people in this position who are single and living at home with their parents. And singletons say it's a struggle to make romance work if you're living with your parents and trying to... To date, So the Mirror says that Irish stats show 60% of young adults are still stuck with their mum and their dad uh, and the average age of moving out is now about 30. So because of this, daters don't get a lot of privacy. A new research by Bumble has found over two thirds of Irish adults find dating a challenge for this reason. And also it's very, very expensive because obviously if you're living at home with your parents, you can't really be bringing dates back to your house so you have to go out to bars restaurants hotels so it's causing an awful lot of uh, cash issues and Bumble says there's a new culture of dating in Ireland which is cash candid dating where people are more honest and open about their finances. I have some friends who are living at home who are single and they say this as well that one of the first questions you're asked now when you match with someone on a dating app is oh where do you live? 
And really what they're asking is, do you own your own home? Do you rent by yourself? Do you rent with a load of people? Or do you live with your parents? And that could be a deal breaker for some people. So as well as the housing crisis, a dating crisis for single people too. Now, a couple of TV stories in the papers. One comes from The Sun. So after you uh, match with someone and start going out with them, then you start rowing about the telly because The Sun says that couples argue over TV four times a week on average. What they're fighting over, the volume, deciding what to watch and asking too many questions about the programme when it's on are the main bugbears. Talking over a show, dithering over choices, falling asleep in the middle of a TV show, getting distracted by your phone and hogging the remote are also sparking rows among couples and almost one in five of the 2,000 couples quizzed say they get into rows and get annoyed on a daily basis over the TV. Others would say you've little else to row about if you're fighting over the TV. And the other telly story, maybe something you might like to watch, is the Sex and the City reboot, and just like that, which is in Series 2. The Irish Independent reminds us now that the new season of And Just Like That starts tonight. The first two of 11 episodes are released on HBO Max. I presume you can get that on uh, Now TV as well. I watched the first season. I thought it was absolutely rubbish. But we'll watch the second one because Kim Cattrall is in it at the very end. But the news in the Irish Independent today is that there's going to be Irish talent. It's having a moment because Sarah Jessica Parker has selected a couple of different Irish fashion designers to feature in and just like that. So it's going to include a clutch bag designed by J.W. Anderson from Marafelt in Derry. And then we also have Trina Design uh, in Donegal, which is apparently going to feature, but we don't know which episode it's going to feature in. So there's a full page dedicated to and just like that in the papers today in the Irish Independent. And uh, I'm sure some people watch it. Others hated the last season and probably will never watch it again. On 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This, this is Newstalk. 